Hello, welcome to the Belk on Business Podcast. This is Josh Belk, and I appreciate you joining the show today, and I hope to provide value to you on this episode. If you do get value out of this episode, please do me a huge favor and make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you're on Apple Podcast, leave me a five-star review. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy the show. In a previous podcast, we had talked about the chart of accounts and kind of dug in a little bit into uh, into the chart of accounts and maybe some things that you should uh, consider when you're starting to put together your chart of accounts in your business or modifying the chart of accounts in your business. Today, we're going to look at uh, kind of a couple areas in specific in your business and especially the balance sheet. Uh, but before I get there, I, I want to just mention expenses. Uh, one very common question that we get is, hey, what can I expense in my business? I started my business, what can I expense? And, and the, the definition of what you can expense is relatively simple. Uh, so basically anything that you spend money on that, uh, that is reasonable and necessary in your business, you can expense unless otherwise prohibited, uh, generally either by the tax code uh, or by, by law. So, um, so anything for the most part that is reasonable and necessary, and, and there are, you can get into the weeds as far as on something that's overly lavish or something to that effect that the IRS may look at you and say, hey, you can't expense that. Uh, but for the most part, most of the things that you purchase, provided that it does have a true business purpose, it's reasonable and it's necessary and it's documented as such, you can expense it. So when you look at uh, um, as far as expenses in your business, uh, maybe a few different things you want to consider. A lot of times businesses are struggling. And when I talk to a business owner that's struggling, I, I, I want to tell them, you know what? Uh, and I do tell them that uh, when you go and you look at your expenses, you really should kind of filter it through maybe three different, uh, in, in three different ways. Uh, so when you look at your, your, uh, your business uh, and, and you go and you start to analyze, what are some areas that I should cut in my business? Maybe three things you, uh, you would want to consider. Number one, is there an identifiable return on investment in the expense? So when you go through and it's something that, it's, it's something that you're going to go through and you're, you're, you're going to cast that, uh, uh, that line, so to speak, uh, and is it, am I going to be able to get some sort of a return on it? So is it an investment in my business? If it's not an investment in my business, if it's not going to help me bring a further return, maybe it's not an area I want to put my, my, uh, my hard-earned cash. Secondly, uh, does it increase value to the client? As I sit here, I'm recording a podcast. I don't monetize on this podcast. So when you go through and you, you listen to it, or you didn't get an ad, you didn't get any of that type of thing, it basically is just a value that I try to bring to my clients and, and to individuals that I hope that it can, uh, it can uh, provide a help to. Uh, but one thing I know that I'm going through and I'm trying to deliver value to clients, uh, it's a, I think it's a worthwhile expense. Uh, so many times uh, I've heard this back from clients that, hey, you know what, I listened to that. It was something I didn't even think about. Uh, or, you know what, I was going to call you about this, but you answered that on a podcast. And uh, so I'm, I'm trying to deliver value to my clients. And, and so in, in my mind, uh, and if I had to go through and had to start maybe really starting to slim things down, maybe this is one area I may cut back on. Uh, and sometimes when we uh, when we're talking to a uh, when we're talking to a business owner, sometimes we may look at those areas that maybe we need to cut, cut back in, in in that area. But if you if you have the availability, you definitely want to be able to spend money in in a way that's going to help increase value to your clients. So first of all, does it have an identifiable ROI, return on investment? Secondly, does it increase value to the client? And then thirdly, does it improve the uh, the culture of your business or the life of the team? So just here a few weeks ago and. In a mastermind that I'm in, they uh, they have a uh, a couple days of of really just digging in and helping develop uh, your team members. And so I took I literally closed my office down for a couple of days and I took my team uh, to be able to develop them. 
And uh, I wanted to put them into a room where they could learn, where they could bring uh, uh, greater value to, our, uh, to their clients, to each other, uh, to the business as a whole. And so, uh, so the third area, when I look at expenses in business, is, that, is it something that I can uh, really use to help develop my team? Because there, many times there is no greater investment uh, that uh, you can make in your business than to invest in your team members. Uh, because uh, you, you want them to improve their skill set, but you also want them to, uh, to feel uh, some fulfillment uh, in their job, uh, in, the, in the task that you have them to do. The, uh, the second area I want to talk about uh, in this podcast is the balance sheet. I was on a phone call earlier uh, today, on a video call actually, with a, with a client out of Texas. And uh, he, as we were going through and we were analyzing the, uh, the tax returns, we were analyzing the financials, and, and uh, he hit on a, on a particular area that I hear over and over and over again, and that has to do with, uh, with the balance sheet, especially as it relates to, uh, to, to real estate investors, and I think for any business that uh, has any sort of assets on the books and then also uh, has, uh, has liabilities on the books, some things that you're, you're going to want to look at. Uh, and so when you look at a balance sheet, you have the area where you have your assets. That would include your cash, uh, any sort of property that you own, uh, who owes you money. Then you have uh, below that, you have your liabilities. So who do I owe? Okay, so it could be credit cards, it could be loans, mortgages, whatever the case may be. And then you have the equity section. A lot of times, and, and most of our clients are in the real estate space, and when I, when I look at a balance sheet, and I always look at a balance sheet before I look at a, a, a P&L when I'm analyzing a business, and, uh, and I'll see a negative equity position. And that uh, many times for me kind of raises a little bit of a red flag. It could create complications for tax, definitely, uh, and uh, that's outside the scope of this podcast. But for me, it, it kind of really begins to raise a red flag on whether or not this business is being, uh, is being operated in a way that really is ideal. And so, uh, and so when, I, when I look at the, the balance sheet, and I'm going to just kind of hit on just two specific accounts. First of all, the, the long-term assets and the inventory account. So what, what, where have I put my cash into the business? So I look at the cash, I look at the inventory. So what is the work that they have in progress? Then I look at their long-term holdings. So maybe they have a rental portfolio, for example. Okay, so I look at those three elements and I would add those together and then I compare that to their mortgages. If they're basically who they owe. So not just their mortgages, maybe they have private money lenders, they may have hard money lenders, whatever the case may be. And I begin to compare those two. If your cash, your, uh, your available cash plus your, uh, your inventory plus your, uh, your, uh, your basis and your properties, if that is less than who you owe, so when, you do, when I look at your bank lenders, I look at your, uh, your private money lenders, your hard money lenders, when I, when, I, when I compare those two and I see that who you owe is greater than what you have on the books as far as your assets, I really begin to get concerned and I really want to dig in and start to work with that client in a little bit of a different way. And so uh, basically, uh, I see, uh, I'm going to just kind of mention five areas here on the balance sheet where business owners get themselves in trouble. And I'm going to earmark this a little bit more toward real estate investors, since that's kind of my avatar of my, uh, of my uh, accounting business here, my accounting firm here. Uh, but I think if you're, if you're in another space, I think that uh, you'll pick up on, on a few things here. So when I look at it, and, and, and the question that I answered on the phone uh, earlier today was, how does this happen? How is it that I end up in a, in a negative equity position, especially as it relates to inventory, your long-term holdings, and, uh, and then essentially who you owe money to? First of all, is uh, a, a, many times real estate investors want to look and say, okay, I, I have plenty of assets on the books because they begin to uh, 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 borrow money based on either long-term, uh, I'm sorry, based on fair market value of the property. So the, basically the after rehab 
value of the property. So they go through and they say, okay, well, I, I, I'm, it's going to cost me $40,000 to buy this property. I'm going to need to put $30,000 into it. And so I have 70000 into the property, but the property is going to be worth $100,000 when it's all finished. But your hard cost into the property is going to be 70000 So then they go to a lender and they, they want to get a loan for 80000 Okay, but they only put $70,000 into the business. But they say, you know what, the business is worth, I'm sorry, but the property is worth $100,000. So in their mind, they think they're all good. So what happens is on the, on the balance sheet, you end up with an asset on the books of $70,000, but they've taken a loan for $80,000. Okay, so now they have this $10,000 in cash. Then they turn around and they spend this cash on something besides uh, an item that you would see on the balance sheet. So they, either they take the cash out of the business, okay, or uh, so they use it personally, or they go through and they end up uh, using it on admin expenses, then you're going to end up in a position to where now it is off the balance sheet. My loans are reflecting eighty, but my asset is only re reflecting seventy thousand. That results in a negative ten thousand dollar equity position. So that's that's one area where a business owner can get themselves in a little bit of trouble or a lot of trouble if, if they begin to do this over and over and over. If they do this over and over and over again, and a negative equity position would would point that out. Uh, secondly, paying in, uh, interest only on loans. So we'll see people that'll go through and they maybe they only borrow seventy thousand dollars. Okay, uh, so this, the, on this particular example, they go through and they borrow 70, they bought it for 40, they put 30 into the property, so they're, they're hard in cost is 70 grand, and then uh, they have a loan on the books for 70 grand. But now they're only paying interest on this property, so maybe they're going to use it in their rental portfolio. So they go through and, uh, and they're paying just the interest on this property, which the interest is expensed, okay? But the problem is you have to depreciate that property in time. So in year one, you're going you're gonna to write off, it's basically 1 27th of the property because you depreciate a property over 27 and a half years if it's a, if it's a residential rental. And uh, so you're beginning to depreciate this property in time. So what happens, you end up with this creep. So your, your asset amount begins to shrink because you're, you're expensing part of that asset in time, but your loan value stays the same. So this disparity that you have, it impacts your equity account. So you end up upside down. You end up with a negative equity position. Uh, thirdly, loans amortizing over a longer period of time than the depreciable life of the property. And so if you're a business owner and say you, you take money out on a vehicle, for example, and uh, so, so I'll, I'll get off of real estate here for a second. So you go through and you buy a, a vehicle for the business. Uh, so if you go through and, uh, and that vehicle is getting written off in time, but you have a loan that's uh, in, in with new tax laws, for example, uh, you can write off a vehicle fully in the first year. You may use some sort of accelerated depreciation. Okay, but you have a loan that you're going to pay off over five, five or six years, you're going to end up with this spread. Uh, so your, your loan amount is greater than your asset amount. And uh, so, uh, so loans amortizing over a longer period of time. This happens uh, in, in a refinance uh, scenario. So you go through and so you go through and you buy a single family rental, you're going, to, uh, you're going to depreciate this over time, it gets depreciated over 27 and a half years, and you get a loan right off the bat for 20 years. Okay, so you're all good. So uh, it, it, in, in that scenario, your your depreciable uh, um, the amount that you're depreciating uh, ends up here. Your uh, your loan value is actually going to shrink greater than the uh, the depreciable time of the property. That's all good. But uh, what ends up happening is so you get about five years in and you end up refinancing the property. Now all the uh, all of a sudden you have a loan amount that ends up greater than your basis in the property. Then you kind of end up going back to the problem that we talked about here a few minutes ago. And then lastly, and this, this can affect any business, is obtaining debt, uh, obtaining debt to pay for operations. So if you're getting to that point, uh, on the front end, it may be a necessity, but if you're not able to pay it back, 
Okay, so you have this loan on the books, and all it's uh, all that's happening is it's fully getting expensed, and you're not uh, writing that off, and you don't have enough income to be able to uh, to pay off that debt quickly. You can end up in a negative equity position. So when I look at a balance sheet, when you look at your balance sheet, if you go through and you see your assets are, are one number, you see your liabilities, and your liabilities are greater than your assets, which ends up in a negative equity position, you really need to begin to look into your business, take some hard looks into your business, maybe take uh, some of those ideas that we talked about as it relates to your expenses, maybe apply them, get your budget intact, and really begin to uh, work hard on the numbers in your business. Hope this was a help to you. Have a wonderful day.